Hello, welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. This is a daily conversation about scripture, culture, and media from a Reformed perspective. Get your Bible and coffee ready and prepare to engage today's topic. Here's your host, Pastor Keith Foskey. Welcome back to Coffee with a Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey and I am a Calvinist. On yesterday's program, if you remember, we talked about Superman, one of my favorite things, uh, one of my favorite heroes, one of my favorite comic book characters, one of my favorite movies. And it was a fun program, and I hope you enjoyed it. But today, we're going to talk about something that's not very fun, and we're going to talk about being super straight. Now, for those of you who don't know what that means... Uh, recently, it has come into the popular vernacular among people to talk about the difference between being regular straight and super straight. And then uh, this is, in, uh, of course, in relation to being what some might call regular gay and super gay. Now, I know these sound like just moronic terms, and maybe it even sounds like foolish that I'm even talking about this today, but I'm bringing it up because I think it points to the issue that I've mentioned before on the program is that we seem to be reaching just new and new and greater levels of clown world in our world today. We just seem to be going off the rails with things that just don't make any sense and things that are going out of, uh, out of the sight as far as it is concerning any sense of real normal thought. But let me just explain what these terms mean, help you understand what they are. And I want to say right away, I'm not even sure if this podcast is not going to get blocked because this particular term, the term super straight, is already being marked uh, by algorithms and it's being uh, blocked by certain Facebook posts and things like this. So this may not even make it out. So if you're hearing this, great, but it may not be up very long. Depends on uh, how the uh, algorithm overlords are feeling in regard to subjects like this. Well, here, here's, here's the way it has been explained to me. That when you talk about someone who is straight, you're talking about someone who has a, um, a desire, physical desire, for the opposite sex. So a man who desires to be with a woman is straight, and a, man, a woman who desires to be with a man is straight. And that's been a pretty standard part of the vernacular for a long time. Being straight, pretty common language. However, in recent debate, it has come up that if a man believes he is a woman, therefore he is transgender, he believes he, or he, he, puts on the clothes of a woman and presents himself as a woman, then he is to be treated as a woman. We see this is happening in sports. We see this is happening all around the world uh, in, in many areas. Well, the way that the, the argument goes is if a normal man, when I say normal, a straight man is attracted to women, uh, then he should also be attracted to trans women or men dressed as women. And if he's not, then he is transphobic. Therefore, a straight man, according to this logic, a straight man should be 
attracted to women and men dressed as women. Again, clown world. We are in clown world. This is where we are. This is what the whole conversation, it's hard to even discuss because it's so foolish, but that's where we are. And the same goes. A woman who's attracted to men ought to also be attracted to women who are dressed like men. That, that's where we are. This is that, That's what straight is supposed to mean today. So super straight is a man who is only attracted to women who are actually women. So where that used to be called straight, now that's super straight. If a man is, is not attracted to a, or, or not interested in a relationship with a man dressed as a woman, but only is interested in a genuine woman, a woman born as a woman from birth. So that's where the term super straight comes in. Super straight only applies to men and women who are attracted to those who are of the opposite sex from birth and not trans. And so Again, this is this just shows you where we are as far as the level of craziness in our world that we that this would even be a thing that this would even be a conversation. And again, that it's being offensive because the term we're now hearing it's coming out that the term super straight is also transphobic because if you're saying you're super straight, you're saying I will not be in a relationship with a trans person. I have no interest in being in a relationship with a, a man who dresses up like a woman or one who dresses up like a man or presents themselves as the opposite sex. And so the the entire super straight concept is being uh, described as being transphobic and uh, also the term super gay because super gay, th this will get you. Because super gay is a is a person who only wants to be with someone of the same uh, same gender. So so a man who only is attracted to men, not attracted to women, dresses men. And again, this is just uh, one more step down the rabbit hole. It's one more. It, it, it's you, you you're we're no longer headed towards crazy town. We have gotten there. We we are already there. And this is the point: is we're in a situation where uh, to be super straight is what straight used to be, and to be super gay is what gay used to be, and now we're we, nothing makes sense anymore. We, we really have reached a point where nothing makes sense. It, 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 honestly, ask yourself this question. Those of you who are my age, those of you who are um, you know over 40, and you're looking back at your life, you're looking back, you grew up in the 80s, you grew up in the 90s, did we ever think that we would see Men dress up as women and go compete and win contests against women. And everybody would say, oh, that's okay. We have to accept them and say that we have to affirm their, their, their belief in their uh, gender, where whatever they believe they are, whatever they dress up as, we have to affirm. And if you've seen the pictures of some of these guys, weightlifting champions, MMA champions, wrestling champions, of course, and they're going in and they're they're lifting weights against women, they're wrestling against women, they're doing MMA against women, and 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 we all know it's crazy, we all know it's wrong, we all know this is the very definition of what the Bible says. When it says we're calling evil good and good evil, this is where we are, 
and it is so very wrong. And yet, it, it will continue. And unfortunately, it will probably continue to get worse um, unless God so grants repentance to our nation. And so, I continue to encourage you, as I always have, when you pray for our nation, pray that God would grant repentance, that he would grant repentance in government, that he would grant our president repentance, that he would grant our vice president repentance, that he would grant repentance to our governors, to our senators, to our Congress persons, that he would grant them repentance that leads to life and that we would see revival fall across this land. You know, Jonah, Jonah knew one thing. I've been reading through Jonah with our young people in our homeschool class at the church, and Jonah knew one thing. Jonah knew God could do it. And that's why he didn't want to preach to Nineveh, because he hated Nineveh. He hated the Assyrians. Nineveh was the capital of Assyria. Jonah did not want to preach in Nineveh because he knew God could save them. He could open their hearts, and they might believe. And he hated them. He did not want them to believe. He did not want them to trust. He did not want them to repent because he hated them. But yet, as Christians... We are called to love even those who don't love us. We are called to love even those who hate us. And therefore, when we come to a situation like what we're seeing with all this craziness, with all this super straight and all this stuff, we need to step back and we need to say our nation needs our prayers. Our leaders needs our, need our prayers. 1 Timothy 2 tells us to pray for those in authority, for kings and those in high places. We need to pray for them, and we need to ask God's mercy upon them because that's the only thing that's going to change this world. And if God can change Nineveh, he can change us. If God can save the Assyrians, he can save the Americans. We can pray for that. We can pray that revival would sweep this country. And I would, I would add one thought, that the prayer would be that it would begin, that it would begin in the pulpits. Because in so many churches around our land, the word of God is not being proclaimed by men of God, but rather it is being toyed with, it's being played with, it's not being exegeted, it is, it's being used as a springboard for popular psychology and all kinds of other things. And just this last week, I saw a video of a man who looked more like he was trying to be a stand-up comic than he was being a man of God, proclaiming the Word of God. And it was such a, such a disappointment and disgrace to see that happening in God's church, in front of God's people. I would say behind God's pulpit, but he didn't even have a pulpit. He, had a, uh, he was just walking around a stage. And I do call it a stage. I normally, when we talk about it, our church, it's a platform, it's a chancel, it's not a stage because stage is a place for performance. But in that sense, it was a performance because he, he was more like Jerry Seinfeld than he was George Whitfield. And so my point in all of this is we need to pray. We need to pray that God would break hearts, would break our heart for our nation, and that the Lord would bring revival in the pulpits, in the pews, and in the public square. And that's my thought for today. I hope this has been uh, something that made you think a little bit today, and I hope that you've enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening to Coffee with the Calvinist. My name is Keith Foskey, and I have been your Calvinist. May God bless you.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Coffee with the Calvinist. If you enjoyed the program, please take a moment to subscribe and provide us feedback. We love to receive your comments and questions and may even engage with them in a future episode. As you go about your day, remember this. Jesus Christ came to save sinners. All who come to Him in repentance and faith will find Him to be a perfect Savior. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. May God be with you.